Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. There's a high fly ball from KMOX Sports. That's it deep to left field, and it's a gutter. Big fly, Nolan Arenado. There's a moment for you. Welcome to the Meyer Jensen Sports on a Sunday morning. In the driving jam time. Meyer Jensen, a personal injury law firm, because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. Comeback pattern caught. Touchdown, Kansas City. Now, sports on a Sunday morning on America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Javier, who's had eight hits in this series, has distinguished himself both at bat and in the field, as a matter of fact. Lonborg. At the belt, the pitch. There's a long drive way back. It might be out of here. It could be. It is a home run. Javier hits one off the screen in left field, and the Cardinals now lead 7-1. to one. And that put the game away in Game 7 of the 1967 World Series. You know one of my favorite things about that call is Harry Carey was calling that on national radio, so he had to be as objective and as neutral as possible. Now, if he was calling that on a Cardinals broadcast, he would have lost his mind. But I thought that Harry, every time I hear that, I think how measured and how professional he is in that call because that was a bomb, a three-run shot to put the Cardinals up 7-1, to one, and they won the World Series in 1967. Arguably the greatest Cardinals team of all time, the 1967 world champions. And yes, that player, that second baseman, Julian Javier, finally got the call. He is a member of the Cardinals Hall of Fame, the induction ceremony yesterday at Ballpark Village. Be ready. I'm going to talk in Spanish. So be ready. Just kidding. I... I want to thank God first, then I want to give uh, my thanks to uh, the president of the club, Mr. DeWitt, because he was the first guy who called me to let me know. I hope. I was uh, in the whole fame. So, uh, thank you, Mr. Wood. And all the sport riders, your sport riders, when they pick me. So, uh, I told you, uh, now I gotta start speaking Spanish before I get to uh, 
and like a my my mat <laughs> even forget the other name. <laughs> the only name I forgot I remember good is a guy I call the Cabezon. Uh, you don't uh, you don't know who is the Cabezon. It's Tim McCarvey. <laughs> you know, he, he, used, he used to call me a uh, holy. Uh, uh, you didn't speak English. It like, sound like like my Shannon too. So uh, I call him back. I say, okay, Cabezon. Uli <laughs> Navier is a funny guy, and I a lot of fun with him, spending time with him on Friday. That from the Saturday induction ceremony at Ballpark Village. How great to see him, one of the loved Cardinals, going into the Cardinals Hall of Fame, along with Charles Comiskey, player manager in the late 1800s, won a world championship with the St. Louis Brown Stockings in 19 or in 1886 and became founding owner of the Chicago White Sox. And Matt Holiday, which we will hear one of the great Cardinals of all time. That's coming up later in this 11 o'clock hour, along with, speaking of great Cardinals, Albert Pujols, John Mosellock at 11.30. But coming up next, it's Nick Ragone of Ascension and a great interview and great insight into what they're doing with the Ascension Charity Classic and beyond with Dan Reardon on Sports on a Sunday Morning from the Stiefel Sports Studio. Welcome back to the Meyer Jensen Sports on a Sunday morning. And it's a gutter. Big fly, Nolan Arenado. Meyer Jensen, a personal injury law firm, because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. And the Billikens win this one. Touchdown, Kansas City. On America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Well, an opportunity to visit with Nick Ragone of the Ascension Charity Classic uh, to talk a little bit beyond the Charity Classic, but talk about the golf tournament and how it applies in the community. Nick, first of all, thanks for the time on KMOX. Love chatting with KMOX and with you. It's an honor. You know, Nick, you, I don't know that you know this story, but the first time I ever saw you was at the uh, announcement of the Ascension Charity Classic. And I'm sitting two rows back and behind me are Billy Andrade and, and Hale Irwin. And when you come up to talk, you talk about Boys Club and Girls Club. You talk about Mary Grove. You talk about North County. You talk about things that are not associated with the game of golf. And as you're having that conversation, Billy Andrade behind me leans over to Hale Irwin, and I hear him whisper two words, Eastlake. And at that point, I thought, that's, that's an interview I need to do. So we're going to do that interview now. You have met with the people at Eastlake. Most people in this town don't, even if they're golf fans, don't know what took place with Eastlake. Describe what you know about what Tom Cousins has done in Atlanta. You know, Eastlake is a remarkable, um, it's a testament to the power of golf to change lives. And I think Tom is a, a brilliant man, a charitable man, and a visionary. And so Eastlake, for, for your listeners that don't know, is a, uh, you know, that was a, a underserved, underinvested in part of uh, Atlanta uh, that, that fell into hard times. Um, Bobby Jones had a heritage at Eastlake. He was a member there, grew up playing that golf course in the in the 20s and 30s. But it was an area of the town that sort of had gotten left behind a little bit. And about 20 years ago, the PJ Tour and Tom had a vision for, we're going to put the Tour's marquee event, the championship there, and we're going to use that as a catalyst to transform the community. And in the 20 years, the two decades since, uh, it's, it's, it, you know, we're hearing a lot this summer about growing the game of golf. Uh, that is a living testament to how you grow lives, 
not just the game of golf. The game of golf is great, but it, it what, it's what golf does for people and communities that lives beyond the records and the, and the money and the, and the FedEx points and all that stuff. And their model is, uh, I, I wish more leagues, more businesses would go to Eastlake and study it because we hear a lot of talk about investing in communities and giving back. My question is, is it sustainable? What Eastlake has done is sustainable. And so as we thought about the Essential Charity Classic, we loosely borrowed from that model of putting it in North St. Louis County where investment is needed uh, and making it sustainable and having a lasting impact so that you would see it as a living testament to uh, the ability for, for professional sports, for companies uh, to make long-lasting change that impacts lives. And I've always said, I said it at that press conference, I've said it at every interview since, uh, the Charity Classic is about giving back first and golf second. The golf takes care of itself. These are world-class golfers. Golf takes care of itself. The number I'm concerned about every year is how much are we giving back to the community? Is it sustainable? It, and is it changing lives? And Eastlake has done that. And you just mentioned the charitable endeavors that you've had in your first couple of years. And you guys have stood up because the first year you lost the tournament, but you still committed to that charitable donation. So there have been beneficiaries for these first two years already reaching individuals. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the first year we made the decision uh, to cancel because of COVID. It was the right call. But we also felt strongly that it was important for us to start giving back even without playing an event. And fortunately, you know, we had signed up Emerson as a presenting sponsor and Worldwide as a founding partner because of that, by the way, at the height of COVID. So if you want to know anything about those two companies and their ethos and their DNA of giving back, at the height of COVID, they said, this is important. We get the vision. We want to be a part of it. And so we were able to give back $225,000 to the Urban League Boys and Girls Club at Mary Grove at a time when they really needed it. This was at the height of COVID. And they, all nonprofits were really struggling and suffering. They couldn't have fundraisers. They couldn't meet with their, their donors. And so we felt like it's really important for us to keep our commitment. And because of the partnership, we were able to do that. And then the second year last year, we, we gave back $800,000 to those three charities and a few others, the first team, PGA Reach. So a million plus dollars. And my goal every year is to grow that number. So this year I want to exceed a million dollars. And next year I want to exceed that number and, and make it sustainable. It needs to be sustainable growth. Uh, and it needs to be focused on North St. Louis County. I mean, that is really the intention here. And hopefully, hopefully inspire other companies to look at relocating either large sporting events or their corporate footprint, their supply chain, whatever it might be in underserved parts of our community, not just North St. Louis County, but anywhere that needs it. I mean, that, that's kind of how you grow your region. That's how St. Louis needs to, to grow. And the only way to grow is it, the, everybody needs to be uh, participating in that growth. And so, I, you know, and I think, you know, we're fortunate in that St. Louis per capita is the most charitable community in the country. And I believe has the best corporate citizens headquartered here that really care and are committed to the community. And I think we have a model that's gonna work for the future. You know, as I'm listening to you talk, and I'll draw an analogy. It, it sounds like what you're saying is that you see your operation currently treating the symptoms, but not getting to the, to the disease. The community is the disease, and that's where you want to go. Yeah, I mean, it's, a, it's, it's looking holistically. Um, you know, it's one thing to write checks, right? It's a lot of companies you can write checks and, and you don't really know what happens to that money and you don't know if it's sustainable. You don't know if it's making systemic change. I think what we've seen as a country in the last two years is that we're in need of systemic change, which means transformative change, sustainable change over the long term. And to me, that means 
uh, it means more than just writing checks, right? It has to be something that lives beyond just the, the participants. It has to be sustainable for the long term. It has to be self-generating. And a, uh, an event like this can be self-generating and that it grows every year under its own momentum. And that the, the, uh, the change that it's bringing is systemic, meaning if you put it in a part of town and it, encourage other, and it encourages other businesses to do likewise, over time that becomes transformative. That's more than writing a check. You're locating a professional golf event which golf has not historically been known as the most diverse and the most inclusive sport, putting it in North St. Louis County, it's symbolic, but it's also sustainable. That's saying we are putting roots where roots need to be put so that it's going to, uh, it's going to blossom over time. And it's going to encourage others to say, we can, that's fertile territory. We should plant there too. Normandy, we should be invested in Normandy. We need that to be open and affordable and accessible. Uh, we're holding an APG event, Glen Echo. We think that golf needs to be at the professional ranks, more diverse and inclusive. And we want other companies to look at what can you do? Maybe it's not a sport event. Maybe it's it's your supply chain. Maybe it's relocating your headquarters. Maybe it's having an access program like Doherty Solutions where they're taking high school kids and training them for technology jobs. Whatever it is, doing something is a lot more than just writing a check. And for something to be sustainable and transformative, it, it needs to go beyond check writing. And you just brought up Normandy, and, and that was not on your horizon when you first got into this. But now we know that uh, Tom O'Toole and Jack Nicholas and a variety of people have gotten involved with recreating that golf course. But if you hear Jack talk about it, what you did last year, he has the same sense of, of having a legacy contribution, more than just a redesign at Normandy, and you guys are now talking to each other. Yeah, you know, um, uh, I've known Tom for a couple of years now, and and I said, Tom, as we uh, get the Charity Classic launched, um, and we, we here's the vision for it, once it's it's up and running, I want to talk about how the Charity Classic as, a, as a, an entity can also invest in Normandy, because I think it's really important. You got Normandy, you have uh, Norwood and Glen Echo within miles of each other. Three historic courses, by the way, in North St. Louis County. There's the ability to make North St. Louis County kind of a golf epicenter. That's amazing, right? Not just for our region, but for the country to see that. And so I said to Tom, after the after our first inaugural event was so successful, let's figure out a partnership, not just writing a check, a partnership between the Charity Classic and Normandy uh, to further that work. And so uh, we're financially investing in the Normandy redesign, and I think that's critical. We're also leveraging uh, the, the Champions Tour brand. You know, we want to use Normandy to stage our qualifying round once it's ready for the cha for the Charity Classic. We also wanted to host our APG event. So again, we want to, it's more than just writing a check. It's like, what's the vision for bringing professional golf to Normandy on this new Nicholas redesign in a historic part of town, a public golf course that's affordable. And so that's kind of the partnership we talked about. And so it's been a wonderful partnership, you know, beyond housings included. Um, Rich Rifle's done an amazing job. Tom has done an amazing job. And I think it's going to be an important win for the community when that redesigned course is open and to the public and hosting professional, elite professional events. And you're going to have three great historic courses within miles of each other in North St. Louis County um, doing transformative things for professional golf and more importantly for the community. And I think that's really critical. And, and we do need to keep, I, I, we started talking about Eastlake as the, the starting point for this conversation. We do have to have a certain sense of proportionality in that, you know, we're talking about their premier event with an eight-figure winner's check with Coca-Cola and Southern uh, Company and uh, FedEx behind them. You have resources here that are similar and you have circumstances that are similar, but we do need to keep it in scale. Is that correct? 
Yeah, I mean, the PGA Tour is, uh, this is their flagship event, the Tour Championship and the Players' Championship. And they've had 20 years to build this model of investing in East Lake. And it, it, it has really transformed that community. And they have amazing partners, Southern Company, Coca-Cola, FedEx, and others, uh, Accenture. And, and it's a model. It's a directional model for us. We're not doing exactly the same thing, but directionally we're looking at that model of, of hosting a marquee event, in this case, the Charity Classic, in a part of town that has been underserved, and then trying to add to it with us, the APG at Glen Echo, the investment in Normandy. Uh, we're leaning more into this idea of making golf more diverse and inclusive. I, I strongly feel that that needs to be the way this game grows uh, professionally at the amateur ranks, and it changes lives. I mean, the thing that I appreciate so much about um, professional golf is, and, and Billy Andrade won the Payne Stewart Award for charitable giving a couple nights ago. I'm honored that he's a brand ambassador of ours, so proud of him. And in his speech, he talked about, you know, he gets the most satisfaction not by, you know, victories or, or checks cashed or any of that, hitting great shots, but rather seeing lives touched. I mean, he started giving back because he, because he saw uh, his brother has special needs. He went to school that took care of him. And when Billy turned pro and had the ability to give back, he started with Brad Faxing fundraising for that school. And he saw the lives touched. I mean, in a real way, not in an abstract way, right? in a real way. And I think that's the beauty of professional golf is that in its DNA, in the PJ Tours model DNA, it's about changing lives off the course. Again, the golf is amazing, it takes care of itself, but like not many sports could say in the fabric of their DNA, it's about changing lives in the community for the better. That's really special and I take that seriously. And I think, and we're seeing it with the Charity Classic through the Urban League and Boys and Girls Club and Mary Grove, what those funds actually do for real people. This isn't an abstraction. These are real people, real charities doing real work in North St. Louis County and beyond and changing lives. And I don't think any other professional sports league does it that way because it's not built into their DNA the way it is for professional golf. And, I, and, I, and I've encouraged Jay Monahan, the commissioner, has done a great job, the PJ Tour, the PJ Tour champions, to work with the APGA and other bodies to physically try to make the game more diverse and more inclusive so that it grows it at the professional level, but then at the, at the amateur level, uh, and that it's a sport for everybody to play. And this may be the most challenging question for you. you, you Nick Ragone's stock and trade is marketing and branding. What have you had to add to your skill set to, to sort of head toward the vision you're talking about? You know, to me, uh, marketing and branding, I'm the you know executive vice president for Ascension. We're the largest Catholic healthcare system in the, in the world. Uh, but I view my job as chief storyteller. I, I, I'm privileged to tell the story of our caregivers and our patients every day. And it, it really is a privilege to be able to tell their stories. Um, creating a vision is storytelling. I mean, the first year and a half of, of creating the Charity Classic, it was, it was selling a vision and a story to our corporate partners, to our community leaders, to the PJ Tour and others that we can take a golf event, an elite event, put it in North St. Louis County, and then build on it and grow it and give back and keep it in the community. And so I'm using those storytelling skills, I think. And it's also stretched me to find ways to create deep partnerships that are sustainable. And as a marketer, you know, you tell a story uh, and you hope that that story resonates with your audiences, with your associates, with consumers, with other stakeholders. And, and I think we've done a really good job of that. And what I've learned is uh, for sustainability, you need to have a team that's as committed to that. And we have an amazing team, my colleagues, Steve Spratt and Tim Heitman and Alonzo Bird and many, many others that are as committed to that vision 
and that they recruit others that are committed. And it's a multiplier effect, right? Like one person, you know, can't do everything. I'm, I look at it as an iceberg and people see me in the media a lot and it's the tip of the iceberg, but all the work is done, the, the, ice, the piece of the iceberg under the water. And it's that type of, I'm really into sustainability. Something has to live beyond my tenure or the team's tenure. This needs to be long-term and sustainable in the community. And I really, uh, this has stretched me to think about what does is, what is sustainability for something like this look like? And I'll editorialize here at the end and say, you know, Nick has a vision of what North County can be. I spent 50 years of my life in secondary education teaching the kids who came from the families in North County. I have a memory of what North County can be. And, and I should not be biased in my approach to this, but I'm rooting for your success. Well, I'll take that, uh, and I appreciate that, and I know that you're committed to the region, and I've heard from my colleagues that were in your class years ago and how committed you are. And I, you know, I, I'll end with I'm not from here. I've been here now nine years. I love St. Louis. It's home. Uh, we planted deep roots. We're never leaving, but I'm a New Yorker. And I think sometimes it takes an outsider's lens to see an appreciation for what, you know, I talked to so many uh, St. Louisans and even uh, Missouri natives who um, are, are a little bit uh, at times cynical. Uh, and, and I don't bring any of that with me. I see an amazing city, an amazing region, an amazing state with so much potential and opportunity. And um, you don't have to be born of a place to love it. Sometimes you love it more when you, when you come to it like we did. And, and my family and I feel privileged to be able to be a small part. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is their 
to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Uh, of the narrative of St. Louis. Thanks for the time on KMOX. Good luck and congratulations on what you've already done. We'll see you at, Nor- at Norwood. Good stuff there from Dan Reardon with Nick Ragone of Ascension. Strong finish there from Nick on St. Louis and what it means to him having moved here. We come back with someone else who moved here years ago. That's John Mosaloc, the Colorado native. He is the president of baseball operations of the St. Louis Cardinals. He's next. It's 1129 from the Stiefel Sports Studio. Tom Ackerman with you. We'll get in touch with John Mosaloc here momentarily. But on the topic of Mo and one of his favorite and our favorite St. Louis Cardinals, Matt Holiday. here's a portion of Matt's acceptance speech yesterday into the Cardinals Hall of Fame. Take a listen to this. I'm going to fast forward us because it's really hot to September 30th, 2016. I found out from Mo uh, that this was probably going to be the last kind of run for me, the last weekend as a Cardinal. Uh, I feel like I can still play, but this was probably going to be it. As a Cardinal, I went on to, you know, as you guys know, went on to play for the Yankees and, 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 and back with the Rockies for a time. But I want to kind of revisit that story a little bit about my last game and, and last kind of weekend here. Um, I remember thinking this overwhelming gratitude, uh, even knowing that, that I wasn't going to be back here. And, and you know, obviously I, I, that was disappointing to me. But at the same time, I was overwhelmed with gratefulness of all the players, all the coaches, uh, clubhouse guys, uh, trainers, um, just, I can't thank all those people enough. I was overwhelmed with thankfulness for those people. And I remember Mike coming up and saying, hey, we're going to activate you and, and try to get you uh, the moment that you deserve. And I remember thinking, first of all, I hadn't hit in a long time. We were still in the race for a playoff spot. And I remember telling him, uh, absolutely not if the game's on the line. Like, do not, do not make this about me. And so they activated me that day, and I remember thinking, okay, over the next couple days, this might happen. So the sixth inning rolls around, and it's not that, it was like it was five nothing. It wasn't a blowout. Uh, The pitcher spot's leading off the the seventh, uh, I believe the seventh inning, sixth or seventh, seventh inning. And uh, somebody says, hey, you're hitting, you're leading off the next inning. I was like, oh my gosh. So I run to the cage, batting gloves on, take a few swings. Uh, don't want to embarrass myself. I haven't hit, like I haven't taken an at-bat in, in, in probably, I guess, six or seven weeks now. And, and I remember sort of coming up into the dugout, and the, the inning ends, and I, and I okay, i got to get ready. I step out into the on-deck circle. Uh, I remember the buzz kind of picked up. People started, because they would made an announcement that, that was going to be probably my, my final game or two in, in St. Louis. And um, just the buzz and the energy I started to feel and see and I was like, I gotta enjoy this. And so I remember sort of coming to home plate and the crowd's going crazy and they put the graphic on, on, the, on the scoreboard. And, and at that point, as you guys probably have all seen, uh, I started to get emotional. And I was thinking, oh boy, like I, I was fighting back the tears. And, and at one point I thought, you know, that, that I can't control them, like they're coming. Uh, take it in, enjoy it. And then I got in the box and I heard my name announced 
like I had so many times, but it sounded a little different. Um, I, I wanted to just enjoy it. And I remember the first pitch strike, second pitch strike, I'm like, oh boy, like I can't let this in like this. Uh, this would be, would be not the way I would want this to go. Uh, but I felt like at that moment, God gave me a gift, a gift of, of wrapping up my time in St. Louis. Uh, the ball pops out of this left-hander's hand. Uh, he hangs a curveball. I hit it on the barrel. My first thought is, just be a hit. And then as it's going, I'm thinking, okay, go over the fence, even better. And as it clears the right field fence, uh, this, this feeling, over, I'm overcome with, with uh, emotion and happiness and joy and thankfulness. As I'm rounding the bases, the crowd is going crazy. I round third base, I remember seeing Matt Carpenter waiting at home plate and, and the hug from him. And then I see Yachty and Adam come out of the dugout and the embrace on deck and the emotions are throwing. I'm crying and bawling by now. And I remember Mike is waiting for me. And, and, I, and I guess just the reaction of my teammates was so special to me on that day. And something that, that I felt like was a gift from God uh, that I was given that day to wrap up my time as a St. Louis Cardinal. I want to get to three more quick things. One, I want to talk about a little bit about our program at Homers for Health and what that meant for us as a family. Um, the, the, the program and how it started and, and the way that Cardinal Nation and a lot of you have gotten involved is, is truly a gift to my family and I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for, for continuing to support that program and what it, did, it does for sick and injured kids and their families. So I want to make sure that I address how much we love that program. We want you to support it. It's one of our greatest things as a family and just want to thank you for all your support with that. Two, I want to thank, I want to talk a little bit about my family. As you guys know, um, my sons, my two older boys aren't here. They're off playing. One of them was drafted recently, which is hard to believe. It doesn't seem like that long ago I was hitting him grounders in the outfield as a little guy running around, uh, you know, chasing the ball, and now he's a pro. So um, I'm a, I, I don't know if you guys heard, but there was a transition. He went from Matt Holliday's son to I'm just Jackson Holliday's dad. So it happened quick. It will happen quick for you guys too. Um, I want to thank my family. My family's here. Uh, as you guys know, Leslie's a huge part of my life. I didn't want to cry, but when you talk about family, as you guys know, it, it gets emotional. Um, she's been a tremendous supporter. Uh, she's killed the raising of kids. Like, she's done an amazing job. She's raised amazing kids. Um, and I'm so grateful for uh, everything she does for our family and for me and my time here. Um, that's, that's about all I have. Um, I want to thank my brother and, and my family that's here, Stephen Janice, Leslie's folks, all my friends that made the, the trip over here, obviously the guys in front that, that came over from the other side with the game going on. I'm just really grateful uh, for my time here, and this honor is, is truly a blessing. Thank you. Matt Holliday inducted into the Cardinals Hall of Fame. What a great finish to his speech. He referenced this. Here it is, September 30th.
2016. Matt Holiday down on the count, nothing and two. The pitch, a swing, and there's a drive hit well to right field. It might go. It's a gunner. A gunner for Matt Holiday. His first at bat back from the DL. And Holiday just hit his 20th home run of the year. Six nothing Cardinals. And I smell the coffee brewing. 20 home runs, 61 runs batted in. And for the Cardinals, their record setting 17th pinch home run this year. They continue to add on to their record year with pinch home runs. And the fans want a curtain call from Holiday, who just hit a home run. In his first at bat, returning from a fractured thumb, he homered into the Cardinal bullpen. And this. Holiday. It is now. They're going to send. Uh, they're going to send uh, Fam out to take over for Holiday in left field. <laughs> And he'll get another standing ovation if he comes in. Nothing quite like an ovation from the Bush Stadium crowd. That was October 2nd, 2016. We will take a timeout and somebody who's no strangers to standing ovations, Albert Pools. Five minutes with number five is on deck. Sports on a Sunday morning from the Stiefel Sports Studio. It's 1142 on KMOX's Sports on a Sunday morning. There's a high fly ball. Welcome back to the Meyer Jensen Sports on a Sunday morning. And it's a gutter. Big fly, Nolan Arenado. Meyer Jensen, a personal injury law firm because sometimes the gloves have to come off. Jensen.com. And the Billikens win this one. Touchdown, Kansas City! On America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Albert Pujols comes to bat. Albert against the Royals. Albert digs back in. Open stance, deep in the box. Pulls it down on the end. Albert Pujols, the 1-0 pitch to Albert is hit. I and D. He hits a fly ball left field. That's back. It's a big fly for Albert Pujols. Minutes with number five. A thunderous ovation for Albert Pujols. Five minutes with number five. Albert Pujols with us on KMOX. Always appreciate you joining the home of the Cardinals, Albert. And I've known you a long time. I know what you've achieved in your career. Numbers. You've achieved some incredible home run numbers, hits, games played, you name it. But I know the number. And you, you and I can probably talk about numbers at some point when it's all said and done, but I know the number that you're really chasing, and that is three, winning another world championship for this franchise. Knowing you, that's what means the most to you, doesn't it? Well, for sure. That's what's driving me. I think, you know, coming here and being on the team that has that chance to do it, you last year is even special, you know, and what better way, you know, to close your career, you know, this amazing career that God has given me, you know, winning a championship for the city. I mean, I think, you know, the, the city is hungry for another one. Uh, hopefully we get the chance to, to deliver that. Uh, 
it's not going to be easy, but the other two that we won hasn't never been easy, you know. So I think at the end of the day, I'm just really excited to be in this opportunity. Blessed to the, the guy who gave me this opportunity to hopefully be back into the postseason and hopefully, you know, win another ring. I'm glad you said it because that's what I wanted to talk about was those two championships and how you got there. I remember standing not far from where we are right now. Your locker was, I think, right in this area. 2006, I tried to squeeze my way through a crowd to get to you after winning a world championship to talk to you. What an unbelievable moment it was in this room. You guys had done it, and it was the first time since 1982 that the Cardinals had done it. That was a wild season, wasn't it? You just caught fire in the postseason. It was. uh, You know, uh, it was one of those moments, you know, when you see that championship trophy and you get to race and you're like wow you know we did it and everything just relax and you enjoy it and we're the world champion you know until next year uh and that was something that you know we enjoyed uh enjoyed a lot um you know having another ring especially you know angle four losing the way we did against boston i mean obviously i think you could have put an all-star team together and boston was gonna win no matter what those guys were I mean, after that series with the Yankees, they were just on fire, unstoppable. And we were unstoppable, too, because we had a great series with with, uh, with Houston, but they were just, you know, it was just a, a great year, I know, for. But uh, to be back in the World Series in 06, and when people were talking that Detroit was going to sweep us and take us and five and all that stuff, and then just to prove people wrong, and it was just uh, pretty special, you know, uh, to be able to, you know, go through Detroit and win that first game with Antonio Reyes and having Justin Berlande. All the ads were against us, and, you know, we just proved people wrong. And uh, I think it just speaks highly of the coaches, the managers that we had at that time, the chemistry that we had in the team, man, and we put things together, and we did play really well, especially in the postseason. You did. Uh, you played with an edge, and you won the championship in 2006. Tough times, 07, 8, 9, you got to the playoffs with the Dodgers swept you, 10, 2011. I mean, I can still remember where I was when you were 10 and a half games out, and you started to make the climb. It was unbelievable what this team did. I think two key pieces that we have, actually three. It was Arthur Rose, we got Otavio Dotel, and then we have uh, Rafael Furcal. And when we had those guys, I remember Tony coming into the office and asking me, hey, Albert, I just want to share with you that we're thinking about those guys. What do you have? And I was like, you need to bring those guys here. And I think the energy that those guys brought to us were pretty amazing. The people don't even talk about it, you know, but we knew in the clubhouse, you know, the energy and the fun thing. And I think we were starting playing more relaxed and loose. Those guys were loud. Furky was making jokes before a gang and just, you know, happy fly came out of, out of that. He created the happy fly. Everybody, you know, happy fly means that we went tonight, we're going to have a happy fly. And that's how a happy fly created in 2011 because Rafael Furcar. And I think, you know, adding those three pieces right there make this ball club better. Not just a leader from uh, a leader chip standpoint but like just a great athletes you know and uh, that was the worst series that I really stood back and and see guys seeing those three guys celebrating because they they hadn't had the opportunity to to win one and I enjoyed it I enjoyed it for far away I didn't get deep and celebrate I was like man this is sad this is awesome and um, you know we did 
caught up on fire and the way that we got in and and we carry that I guess into the postseason and and that's how how it happened you did you beat the Phillies carp with his legendary performance in game five you beat the Brewers in a hard-fought NLCS and we all know what happened in the World Series everything that happened with the Rangers including David Freeze at the end but it was that for you personally when you said I think it was on the team bus you said tonight's my night yeah. Get on my back. Yeah, game three. Game three, I, after a tough loss here, and then really game three, I just felt the presence. I remember, you know, I waking up that morning and just share with my kids and, you know, the family. I was like, you know, I think I'm going to do something special today. And then I just felt it. And I jump on the bus, and we normally sit in the back. And as soon as I step one foot on that bus, I like said it, and guys were all pumped up and excited, you know. And and I'm glad that I was able to deliver it through God, you know. It was, a, you know, I guess I I back up that talk and that feel that I had, and, and it was just a special. I was just telling John right now. He asked me about my home runs and. To be able to hit 300 in the worst year at that stage, man, it doesn't get any better than that. Yeah, what a, what a time that was. As it turned out, it was the end of your run with the Cardinals, but it wasn't the last. <laughs> you're, you're back and here you are. <laughs> yeah, I was. It was a tough decision, you know, obviously. And, but, you know, it happens 11 years ago. I'm, I'm back here trying to finish strong, hopefully. Uh, try to finish, you know. Uh, with the huge door winning a championship hopefully and and then just decided to be back here so just uh, so many great history great great teammates you know great organization and, and i'm just blessed to be a part once again and finally before we go i told you before we started i dropped by the miracle field to see those kids with coach ball game you had a clinic for the kids with down syndrome for Pujols family foundation that was pretty neat it was pretty awesome, you know. I had a chance, you know, to spend a couple hours there. I mean, what a what an unbelievable job Coach Bogan did, and what a blessing to to having, and just the dedication and the time that he takes to go around the country. I'm so blessed, you know, to call him friend and and part of this family now with the Pujols Family Foundation. I mean, uh, we enjoyed it. I think uh, just uh, the way that he delivers thing and and, and make you know everybody comfortable it's just pretty awesome and and i'm just excited you know to be part of it and and and, and i can't thank him enough you know for doing this no not just for our organization but for these kids you know because at the end of the day that's kind of our priority appreciate the time very much all the best to you we'll see you soon thanks buddy appreciate you albert pujols five minutes with number five on kmox Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.